Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of Beers with the Brewers It's the Thursday, August 19th episode featuring myself, Mark Richards Adam Benner Hello Dan Schaefer Ahoy And Alex Souza Hey do I have that right, Souza? Yep. I think it's the first time I've actually said your last name. Yeah, yeah, I got it perfectly. Right on. Uh, we're going to be talking about a North German Pils. This will be a taproom exclusive, full of minerality, white wine grape, and it is snappy and refreshing. Sure is. <laughs> Tell us all about this beer, Alex. North German Pils has been something that I've been enjoying um, pretty recently lately. Just kind of uh, more hoppy, refreshing, kind of more bitter-focused take on like a traditional Bavarian pills, which can be a little bit more malty. I found the word snappy just describes it perfectly to me. Um, it kind of just has that like little snap at the end, makes you really want to take another sip or eat another bite of food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's been, it was a lot of fun to brew and I'm glad to be tasting it today. Yeah, it's pretty good. I got excited when Dan mentioned this coming off the pilot. Just got back in town Monday and wondering what we would talk about this week and real excited about this one right up my alley. So you've got a Halltower Blanc in this. Yeah, yeah. And that not super traditional for North German pills, but one of the characteristics of that style is kind of like a, like a lemony lime citrusy. And I think that's mainly due to the water profile in North Germany. I was kind of hoping to like edge it in that direction with the Hollertau Blanc, you know, kind of has that white winey, grapey kind of acidic. So without, you know, hitting it with some citrus bomb hop, I just kind of figured I'd nudge it in that direction. And those are all Whirlpool additions. So kind of comes through on the aroma and on the back end a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of nice balance to the, the Tetanang in the beginning of the boil, which is a little bit more spicy, a little bit more traditional and floral. So, yeah, I think the hop additions kind of worked well to kind of complement the, the water chemistry to get us there. Yeah, and I think on the water chemistry with this, you know, it's a lot harder water in northern Germany than opposed to in Bavaria, where it would be a little softer profile, right? So you get a lot more utilization out of the hops, would you say, in bitterness? Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely more sulfate heavy up north. So we naturally added some gypsum to get us there. And that does accentuate a lot of the hop profile in the beer. So kind of help bring out the more more fruity, more spicy notes to it, which I think is really cool. And it keeps the body in check as well. It makes it a little bit more I'm going to, how many times will I say snappy on this podcast, but it kind of helps, you know, kind of keep it crisp, keep it, have a bitter finish. So, oh yeah. And that bitterness really makes you go back for more too. For sure. For sure. This yeah, is going to go fast. Yeah. It's like almost assertive bitterness at the, at the back end, but yeah, I think with how dry it finishes it, that accentuates that bitterness even a, l- a little bit more. And right. Yeah. I'm getting the, the aroma on this is great. As my glass is warming up, I'm getting a lot of those those notes that you touched on 
Yeah, yeah. Kind of a little grapey, a little like lemongrass thing going on, a little grassy. And like you said, with the dry finish, it definitely dried out. It's at uh, 6.1%, a little drier than I was kind of thinking it would be, but... I think the drinkability of it really hides that. So it's a little bit of a, a sneaky one at 6.1 for sure. Nobody's going to complain with that extra exactly. half percent. Exactly. So finished at what, like 1.4 yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. starting at 13 and a half. So it, it got down there. So thanks to the uh, 100 some degrees in the in the brewery, uh, the, the non-lagering uh, temperatures we've had. We, we may have week. had a brief um, temperature fluctuation glycol issue that caused the yeast to get excited. Mm-hmm. Um, they did clean themselves up, but um, yeah, they got going uh, over the over one weekend uh, until we had got things back under control. But it, it's cool; how it, it does definitely take your palate on a ride. Kind of rises up, you know, sweet and malty, and you do get a little bit. I, I think of Hollow Chow Blanc as a sweet hop. And you get a little bit of that hop sweetness, and then it just crashes down, bitter, dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's turned out super, super good. Yeah, I think like it starts off a little bit more like medium to full body, but it's definitely brought back into balance by the finish. Um, you know, most of the North German pills that you'll try are just light all the way through with that snap at the at the back end. But this kind of I think like Schaefer said goes for a ride a little bit. So I like this lingering bitterness too. Yeah. Like it, it kind of keeps you drinking. Yeah, it's like it. It's not there forever, but you got a good 30-second bitterness yeah. that stays at the back of the palate. It just makes you want to keep that flavor in your this mouth. This beer is making me thirsty. Uh-oh. Yeah, that kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. There were a lot of just kind of like local breweries that have been kind of, you know, chasing that style and chasing that bitterness. I think, um, you know, with the come kind of comeback, and not that it was ever gone, of West Coast IPA, you know, people are kind of craving that bitterness to balance things out and make it a little bit more drinkable um obviously pilsner in general is an infinitely drinkable beer but i think that bitterness just kind of like brings it back and that's always bitterness is something i always look for in a beer and yeah it makes it taste like beer yeah which isn't a bad thing in a beer yeah not not a bad thing yeah is it really the the water profile that i mean you know you touched on bavarian difference but even czech but uh pilsners how would how would you how would you classify this different than a than a classic uh check pills and bitterness water profile what, what what would you go with that yeah definitely different in quite a few different ways but water profile is different um and then check pilsners are usually very light but kind of have like a malt like a slightly maltier sweetness there's not too much in terms of hop aroma or bitterness going on it's very light well balanced um a lot of the traditional Czech lagers start at like 10 Play-Doh, so they're you know usually lower alcohol. Um, obviously, this one is uncharacteristically high, but yeah, I would say it's a little bit more bitter, definitely more assertive hot profile than your traditional Czech 10 Play-Doh pills. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that that leaves us. You know, we 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 poured these into the uh, the our, our Kolstanges. And I see Mark is already done with his. We had a picture of it because this is directly off the bright tank. We haven't packaged it yet from the, p- the pilot system. So uh, the question would be, how crushable is it? Yeah, what um, do you guys think? If I was drinking it out of the Coles glass, which is 12 ounces, which is the same as a can. If it were in a can, it won't be in the can. This will only be available on tap 
Yeah, if I'm 12, so I'm, I'm a definite six. I might have to back that off a little bit if I'm drinking out of the 20 ounce glasses. Yeah, 6.1%. 6.1, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, it's not way up there, but it's, you know, it's not double IPA category or anything. That's right. correct. Right. But yeah, I'm a six on this. Easy. I would probably have two more gone before we're done with the show if I had it here to drink. Yeah. Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like definitely a six or seven on the crushability scale. He's going extra. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He's trying oh, to make sure yeah. that average is making keeping that average high. <laughs> yeah, we he's are. hedging his bets. He doesn't know where Dan's going to go. Yeah, yeah, probably you know eight or nine too. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no but now we got Buckeye football in two weeks. So That's right. Yeah, yeah. speaking of crushability, we might have a game day crushability index, kind of like the uh, pandemic. Uh, oh, no, sure. Tailgate again for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think, um, I think the bitter finish definitely keeps me coming back. Um, but I can imagine at six point one after two or three, you might be forced to slow down whether you want to or not. Pump the brakes. <laughs> All right, Dan. What do you? What do you? Uh, what are you thinking? I'm going to be a party pooper and say five. Dan's backing it down. Well, that's a good thing you did Dude. a seven. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think I'm with Dan. I, I think that uh, that 6.1 pushes me a little beyond that even half percent over five beers. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to crush a little more responsibly, but delicious beer. Uh, I'm going to go with a five to get us to a five and a half. Okay, okay. So, well, let's be clear and say that we are always crush response. Everyone is always crushing response. Always crush. This, this is, is kind of hypothetical. Right. Yes. That's right. This is true. This is true. I think this would be a good one to alternate with Raker. Um, just yeah, to, the maltiness, the smoothness of Lawn Raker. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, if that gets a little bit cloying, you get one of these and it just kind of snaps you back. Yeah, for sure. And, and Lawn Raker this year definitely has like a nice, like bitter finish too. That oh, yeah. Definitely makes it. Ooh, those those have been going down real easy. I would agree with that. I mean, really, last week's podcast in this is getting right back into styles I really love. So, yeah, dig it. Yeah, fantastic beer. Sweet. Glad y'all like it. All right. We, we did have a question, Mark. Go for we it. do. Question now, let me tell you, this is kind of a zany question in a way, only in probably how we respond to this. He didn't even know he was sending a question for the podcast, but it was perfect That's timing. a good point. He asked this question to cheers at landgrantbrewing.com. This is Chris Miller. I turned him on to the podcast. He says, oh, going to throw that in my repertoire for a weekly listen, and he'll be, hopefully, Chris, you're listening now as this is airing. I was wondering, Chris says, if someone could make recommendations on potato chip flavor pairing, like salt and pepper, jalapeno, barbecue, with your year-round beers, would you lump together by style, specific pairing by mash, hops use? Did he list all these beers or did you? He listed all these beers. Every now, beer that's on tap currently. Yeah, so we it's like... Do, I, don't, I think... <laughs> Maybe we do the first five. Well, how about do we flip it and look at, since we have so many varieties of beer, Yeah. and I mean, I guess generally there are a lot of varieties of potato chips, but kind of going, that's where it's a more maybe standardized. And yeah. yeah See, so you, got, you, got, you got standard. Now, would you, we could also, are you going to have wavy and regular kettle mm -hmm. chip mm -hmm. versus your barbecue, salt and pepper, yep. salt and vinegar. Yep. 
cheddar. Now, is that a, like, you're talking the sour cream cheddar ruffles? Oh, that'd be good. Oh, I mean, man. those are great. All potato chips go with beer. I mean, I think already on this German pilsner. Flavor. I don't know. And in, in, in that, it has a mustard characteristic to it. So is that why that was thrown in there? I added that only for you. I don't think you. I've ever had a, a honey Dijon chip. Yeah, yeah, actually, thank this you for that because I was feeling very confused <laughs> and felt like was there some like honey Dijon no. chip phenomenon that no, I missed no, out like, on? About like you know ranch, <laughs> like ranch Doritos or something like right. that, or uh, got the what, French onion, isn't that? Isn't that's that right. That? Oh, French yeah. onion! That's Don't forget a, that one. That's a good one. So the honey Dijon actually was a flavor. I took this straight off of kettlechips.com. So. I did not make that up, but I did make sure I included a mustard option for your benefit, Adam. Well, I do. I do also want to, um, again, thank Chris for the question before we go in, which has inspired us. Um, I have a, a, a good friend who owns a uh, heart-filled potato chips up in the Akron area, and we've, we've always talked about, could we ever do something? And so I think, I think this is going to lead to a potato chip and beer something or other that we're going to do uh it probably in the winter time yeah or winter, I, something i think uh, that'd be good he be it didn't look though as if he has a lot of flavors so that would just be either kettle or ruffled it looked like it looked like right now but i've had barbecue i've had i've had some of the other ones okay yeah all right of our beers if you're down here at the tap room when we did have a, a, a potato chip day what would you guys say if you just got a standard bowl of kettle, kettle potato. chips, potato yeah, flavor. uh-huh, house beer, house beer, oh, house so beer from uh, memories of um, my dad and uh, my uncle uh, sitting on a, a Friday after work drinking uh, light lagers and pouring salt in their beer. And also eating massive amounts of potato chips. So mm-hmm. it just kind of makes sense. So you put the salt on the beer in this instance rather than the actual they, potatoes. They, they, liked, they both like salt and they liked, they liked it to, to make their flavor flavorless beer fizz All right. and have some flavor. That might help with hangovers a little bit too. Um, I'm not prescribing any. Um, <laughs> this is not. I, I'm just is, hypothetically I think thinking, salt, like, you know, this okay, is not Dan's medical. It's not electrolytes. Um, yeah, I don't think table, table salt's going to help your hydration. <laughs> uh, but what about if those chips were wavy? Would you change that? Would you would you, would you shift to a different beer? <laughs> sure, we'll go with pool party if they're wavy. <laughs> they're, Ooh, you know, that sounds oh, fun. Yeah, you know, making waves, making waves. Can in the you pool. get some French onion dip in there? I always like wavy Ooh. potato chips with French onion dip. For but sure. not, not in the pool. Though no dips in the pool. No dips oh, okay, in the pool. but buy the pool like a little bit back. As long as it's not a glass container oh. yeah. of your French onion. Just dip. steam. Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, no glass no around glass, the pool. No glass by the pool. Barbecue. What's your barbecue yeah. chip? I have an opinion, but I went first last time. I'd so. go with the uh, Ray Ray's uh, smoke lager that no, Dan that made last choice, year. That's <laughs> it's not, not a choice, right but man. I'd go Lawn Raker for barbecue. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. Kind of has like a little sweet maltiness to uh-huh. it, and then it just dries out. I but. tell you, I had a Lawn Raker with the Ray Ray's brisket oh my uh, good breakfast God. wrap yeah. the other day on Sunday morning. I came in after uh, after going kayaking with the with show's host, Mr. Richards, up on the Hoover Reservoir. Up on Hoover, we and, took uh, it all the way from Westerville to Galena. It was uh, it was a 
hit the spot beer that went perfectly with that brunch. First time I've had the brunch. A plus. A plus. A plus. Yeah. You said you had the tacos? No, I had the the, the wrap, the, oh, the brisket right. wrap. Yeah. Well, That's good. So with sweet good. potatoes? That, yeah, that so long good. rake paired delicious with that. Yeah, perfect. All right, now we're going to get into more salty. Um, I'm going to go salt and vinegar. I'm going to skip over salt and pepper first. Oh, yeah. Because hey, this is my favorite chip. Mine too. I think it goes with any beer, but I do think if you had to have uh, a sour hoppy fun time, maybe might i mean would you get the acidity and the acidity might might go together i don't know this i'm would willing be the, to try the franklin's and pub ale i feel like would be if we're going off off menu would have been a perfect kind of that uh for salt and vinegar that, yeah that that uh, the, the kind of your fish fish yeah, and chips with i could the, see uh, that with vinegar with on it malt vinegar classic, uh sprinkled over pub 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 ale mm-hmm. but I, I think I might go lawn raker again if I was if I was faced with that. I'm gonna have to try that. I think I think I might have some chips at home. I'm gonna try that combination. We're gravitating towards delicious. chips and lawn raker a lot right yeah. now, <laughs> which ain't bad. Yeah, I see a pattern forming. I mean, Germans love potatoes anyway. On a North German Pilsner podcast, right? <laughs> They're all about those potatoes. All right, salt and pepper. Mm. That might be interesting for something like Capo Companions. Mm. Uh, just sweet versus savory. Um, that could be interesting. I think, yeah, any of the hazy jobs. Yeah, one um, goal. I, I was looking at one goal on that one, or massive. Man, one goal is so light, it would just wash down any potato chip, yeah. right? Yeah. That is a real crusher right now. Sure is. Yeah. But I could totally see the the Capital Companions working on that. I feel like for a lot of the hazies, you know, it's a like a tropical fruit bomb, but also kind of has like a little, um, like, you know, sometimes Galaxy Hops have that like green peppery kind of, yeah. not vegetal is a, you know, unattractive word to use, but I think that with salt and pepper chips, that could go really nicely with it. There is a lot of, a lot of the Neo-Mexicanus varietals tend to have some type of spice element to yeah. that um, I think wouldn't be out of place with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, would, I would definitely try it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're into the uh, sour cream and cheddar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could see that going with what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Uh, the kind of dank citrus resin um, playing off the we'll say dank notes <laughs> of, <the, laughs> of the chip. So dank. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hosh. All right, and then we I guess we could go outside the potato family if you're if you're if you're just snacking on some uh, tortilla chips. Would these be like the honey Dijon variety? But not honey Dijon okay. tortilla chips. It's your regular corn tortilla chips. I'm probably back to house beer or urban sombrero if we still had it around. I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, let me squeeze past yeah. you. I think that would also be great with some uh, jalapeno chips as well. Mm, the jalapeno. Yeah. Jalapeno potato. Yeah. Yeah. Get back in the potato land. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wasn't even thinking about the lime and let me squeeze past. That would be perfect. Yeah. Mm. Lime lager. Yeah, but with uh, some tortilla chips, some salsa and guac, and let me squeeze. Yes, sir. Sometimes they just put the lime right on the chips nowadays. Mm-hmm. Do you get them that way? I right. kind of like I did that. did that the other day. Yeah, I don't Squeeze mind it at all. Lime and then put, 
put some tahini. Uh, this is the second time I've talked about tahini on the podcast. <laughs> I sprinkled that. I didn't have any uh, salsa and made my own kind of like uh, seasoned chi- uh, tortilla chips. Ooh, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. I'd recommend it. I feel like lime chips, it really depends on what, if you're making nachos or are you doing guac, like mm-hmm. what's, what's yeah. happening with the chips? What's the final, final stage? There's rules to everything. There is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're so what gonna, it, we didn't talk about it, but if you were drinking a lemon glow, what, what chip variety would you go with? Chip? I think that would actually be really good with tortilla chips, but, um, lemon, lemon and... Maybe tortilla strips, not the rounds. Maybe rounds versus triangles. <laughs> if you want to get specific, then sure. Yeah. Actually, a, a like a uh, a pita pita chip. Ooh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Like a little baked. That chip could work. With, yeah, with, with that some, could work. With some with some hummus. Oh yeah. That that's the dip. Now you're talking because with the hummus, you know, you got a little bit of that oil, like the fattiness. Yeah. And I feel like with the lemon glow, too, it's like you can match that and kind of like refresh the palate with it as well. Well, Chris Miller, if your pantry is filled only with potato chips, you might step up your game because I think we got we're just branching out at all kinds of chips. I'm getting hungry right now. I feel like Chris is probably the only one that's left listening to this at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Dissertation. I don't know. uh, Uh, Snack pairing. I could see that. Well, hey, Chris, thanks for the question. Glad to have you as a listener now. Come down and get a free T-shirt for asking a question, even though it wasn't directly directed towards the podcast. All right. Well, how about this? How about we run down some of the things? We'll go real quick. Since uh, since uh, the potato uh, <laughs> took took our time, we uh, uh, Thursday night is tonight. Yep. Uh, we got live music uh, here in the beer garden. Coming up Saturday, we got a crew home game again. Yep. Uh, so come on down before the game, but we will have it on. Uh, hopefully, as you're listening to this, the crew broke their four-game uh, losing streak. Uh, who knows? Played uh, Red, New York Red Bulls last night. But we had a great KinFest on Sunday. And, oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for everyone. We had a little technical difficulty getting the game on for the crew game. But all crew, Ohio State games, we are two weeks away from today from the first Ohio State game versus Minnesota. Those will all be on in the beer garden uh, every uh, every game with audio. And Trivia Tuesdays, come on down. Travis, who is sure um, going to be slinging pop culture trivia? And we got main course here, uh, 824. For that, this upcoming Monday, I'm just all over with my week, uh, my days of the week. Just so bop we're around. Bop, we're yeah. bopping around. We got Tibetan Momo, and uh, we have... Uh, uh, a movie, I oh. guess. I guess it's got to be uh, uh, kind of uh, about a news guy. There you go, a news guy. A news guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is he an anchor? He's pretty legendary. He's pretty okay. legendary. Uh, is his last name a uh, color? Y- yes. Okay. Yes. I think I've I think, got this I think one. You might figure also that out. a beverage. Yes. Oh, true. Yes. True. Good move, Dan. Always thinking about the beverages. And if you, and and if you, and if you can't figure that mm-hmm. out, you can also call through in 3LG Movie or follow at Landgrant Movie Phone on Instagram 
and uh, it's going to be uh, good weather again. We're done with the rain. Yeah, uh, we hope so. We, we could dry out a little. Floating down, uh, floating down the Olentangy's. Um, reminder: uh, September fifth, Sunday of Labor Day. We got big crew, Sporter Day, massive crew in Langram present massive day. Uh, a lot of fun bands. Uh, MLS Cup will be here. And uh, just uh, just an overall good time. DJ Leak from uh, Lower.com Field, the LDC DJ. That's cool. We'll be here. And uh, and then a few couple weeks later, on September 25th, 7th anniversary party. We're finalizing the music lineup for that. Should be a lot of fun, as always. And, uh, yeah. I think I, I think I hit I think I hit on everything. You hit it all. I'll also say this weekend there's just gonna be a lot of pop up shops in the parking lot, which I think no, that's great. always cool yeah. Yeah. to Come have uh, yeah. do some shopping. Do a little shopping too while you're here. Next week on Beers of the Brewers. Look at this. This is probably the beer that we have gotten the most emails about this summer about hey, are you doing Del Boca Vista again. Oh, Del yeah. Del Boca Vista coming back. I loved it. I love coming my, back next week, right? Dan, we packaging that. Pre-mail. Early next week, maybe? Midweek? Yeah, it's getting transferred Friday. So, oh, yeah. So everyone uh, everyone who's been emailing, Serenity Now. Serenity Now. Serenity Now! I do have to say, I, uh, as a Lego maniac, as a, as, a, as a child growing up in the 90s, uh, which I think my parents do still have most of my 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 Lego bricks. You're yeah. supposed to call them Legos, apparently, from real Lego maniacs. My Legos are still there. I think my nieces and nephews uh, play with them. But they came out with the Seinfeld, uh, the the apartment, and then there's a, uh, a Jerry on stage. And I started building it. I I got as far as. The Jerry on stage, which was very easy to put together. <laughs> uh, but you got a George and a Lane, a Kramer and a Newman. Yeah, I'm excited to see this thing. The box excited me just getting to see that it existed. Uh, it's got a bunch of little Easter eggs inside. <laughs> There's a Superman on the fridge. Kramer portrait. Uh, it's nice. It all seems, I mean, it's very nice, but it all seems too easy. I mean, you should be able to construct everything out of pasta, yes. <laughs> there, there, there is a there is a facility, Jerry, um, nod. No, I mean, uh, think the, about, you know, the sets you could do with sheets of lasagna. Uh-huh. Um, I think, you know, I don't want to put this out too much because I might want to slap a logo on this well, and sell it myself. But if, um, if this Delta variant goes far, there, there's your next pandemic <laughs> shutdown project. <laughs> you can make the the Seinfeld set out of uh, uh, out of pastas. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Fusilli Jerry might be a safety hazard, though, from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just careful where you put all the pointy. Oh sure, uh, uh, spiral pastas <laughs> in your uh, your apartment. Uh, um, <laughs> Diorama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, you ready to take us out? What? <laughs> uh, I you you actually I thought I did not guard. say anything. The whole I thought I'd catch time. you off guard. <laughs> Didn't work. It's okay. It's I've, I've been doing my, you know, my daily vespers with Michael, and we're, we're getting closer. <laughs> Oh damn, Mr. Bruce. Why didn't we hold down, Mr. Bruce? Over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening and uh, tip your bartenders, tip right? Bartenders. Cheers. <laughs>